0: shout out to the dreamers <laughs> and even the doubters. Welcome to the Kingdom and Culture podcast where God's vessels are used to season a bland culture with the salt of his kingdom. Although we're in the world, we're not called to be of it. We are called to truly, yet authentically, represent God in culture by acting, living, and thriving as kingdom kids. Ready for takeoff? Buckle up and enjoy this episode. Let's go! we're back with another episode dreamers i hope that you guys have been well since the last time we chatted so y'all already know what time it is let's pray god i thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice as i go forth and do the will of you and release this episode i ask that you allow your spirit your holy spirit to cover me and fill my mouth with the words to speak Lord, you know what your children need. And so, Lord, I say thank you for using me as a vessel, but allow me and my flesh to decrease so that you and your spirit can increase in me. Let your mighty will be done. None of me, all of you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So let's jump in. The title of this week's episode is A Time Such As This. So I'm going to start with reading Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Verses 1 through 11. And I'm going to read from the NIV version. So it reads, There is a time for everything, and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to uproot. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to tear down, and a time to build. A time to weep, and a time to laugh. I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Y'all, this scripture hit different because look, dreamers, y'all were created for a time such as this. God knew that the world would need what he put in you at this specific time. Your personality, the way that you were made, your gifts, your talents, everything that he put on the inside of you were all for an appointed time. And listen, the time is now. He's getting ready to take you off of the shelf, to use you for the glorification, for the advancement, for the building of of his kingdom So look We're going to journey through the book of Esther Right So if you're not familiar With the story of Esther Like we're going to We're, we're going to do a quick recap Alright so Esther had found favor With the king because of her Beauty um, Esther went through 12 months of beauty treatment So she had to go through a process Just like many of us We have to go through a process to be refined and to be who God created us to be when he gets us to the places that he wants us to be, right? Because we don't want to get there and get the blessing, but don't have the character to maintain it. (laughs) Nah, we don't want that. So when Esther was chosen to be the queen, because the king loved Esther more than any of the other women, any of them, he immediately crowned her queen. But she did not disclose her nationality nor her family background because it wasn't the time. So at the time, Haman was promoted by the king and he was the most powerful official in the empire. Mordecai, he was actually Esther's cousin. And Haman didn't really like Mordecai. And see, that's what happens when you're chosen. (laughs) Your spirit irritates people's demons, right? So, because Mordecai refused to bow down to Haman and refused to show him respect, Haman, he ain't like that. So look, Haman knew Mordecai was a Jew, so he looked for a way to destroy them all, like killing them, slaughtering them, annihilating them. So, since he had favor with the king, he went and told the king, let's do a decree to kill all of these Jews. And remember, the king didn't know that the queen he just chose, Esther, was a Jew. So, Mordecai is destroyed. The decree was accepted by the king, And sent out. So being that Mordecai is distraught. He literally begins to fast. And weep. And wail. You see. He didn't go to people. He went to God. He went to his source of help, health and strength. (laughs) Check it. So then. Esther's servants. Began to notice that. Mordecai was so distraught. So Esther sent a message to Mordecai to ask, what is going on? Like, what's all this ruckus about? What's good, fam? So Mordecai sends the message back to tell Esther what was going on. And so Mordecai is also like, Esther, you have to do something about this. You literally have to go to the king and stop him from allowing us to be killed. Because don't think that you're exempt just because you're in this palace. Like, you're a Jew too. So Esther is like, but I can't. Like, I will be killed. I am not supposed to do that. I am not supposed to speak unless the king sends for me. So... Mordecai sends her a message back. And if you want to find it in scripture, it's Esther 4.14. He says, If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just Such a time as this. When Esther got this message. She was immediately convicted. So what did she do? She sends a message back and she says. Mordecai you and the Jews fast for three days. And me and my servants will do the same. (laughs) After the fast. Esther began to step into The purpose that God had called her to. So she went to the king. She said you know what. I'm going to stand for something. So I don't fall for anything. Yeah. So. Esther. Went to the king. She went against the grain. She went against the protocol. But she found favor with the king. And the king says. Esther. What can I do for you? So Esther says I need you and Haman to come to a banquet tonight. So the king is like sure let's get it. Like your wish is my command. Let's do it. So they all go to dinner. And so then at dinner the king is really like Esther what do you really want? Because I know there's more to this than that. And so Esther is like you know what, let's run this back tomorrow, let's have another dinner tomorrow, so the king is like, cool, let's do it, and so what I also got from this is, that's why God prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies, right, not to stunt or play good, or play get back, But as an example, that God will always spin the block on behalf of his children. Period. So, you know, Haman leaves the dinner, goes back to his family. But on his way back home, he sees Mordecai at the gates of the palace. And he chilling. He big chilling. Not worried about a thing. Because you know what God said. (laughs) God said, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) the Lord will fight for you, Exodus 14, 14. Yeah, but let's get back to the story. So, he's boasting. He gets home and he's boasting to his family. He's like, I had dinner with the king, like, and and the queen. And, you know, puffing his stuff up with pride. And see, that's why scripture also tells us. That the humble will be exalted. But those that exalt themselves. Will be humbled. Listen. I would much rather be in a heart posture of humility. Than for God to have to humble me. What y'all think? Alright. So. Then he gets to his family. And he's also like. But I saw. Mordecai. And he chilling. So they were like. You know what? Go to the palace and tell the king to impale him which means to like pierce him with a 75 foot tall sharpened pole. And see that's also why you gotta be mindful of who has your ear. Because people will have you doing things that will literally be a part of your demise. Don't put your mouth on people. Hm, cause you don't know who God don't chose, and He says in His Word, "Touch not mine anointed." So, because these people don't put this in His ear, He's like, "Okay, bad." <laughs> but let me tell you how God fights for His people. Before Haman even gets there, the king can't sleep. God like literally has him tussling in the spirit. And the king remembers Mordecai because there was a previous season where Mordecai literally helped the king by exposing people that were trying to kill him. And so the king remembers this because of the Holy Spirit. The king remembers this and the king is like, what did we ever do for Mordecai? And they're like, we didn't do anything for him. So then Haman is in the yard. So the king, because Haman is a high official, the king is like, okay, Haman, what would you do? Like, what would you suggest the king do for someone of high honor? (laughs) So Haman is like, I know he's talking about me. So I would get a royal robe. The horses that the king has rode on himself, and I would have, I would have the king have people shout and praise this person and say, "You're the greatest," right? So the king is like, "Okay, cool, <laughs> do that for Mordecai." Oh, uh? <laughs> <ain't even> thought, have <laughs> thought, but nah, see, that's what happens. Because the humble will be exalted. When you are in alignment with God's will. He will make sure. That you receive. The reward of your diligence. Okay. So. Haman. The same person that tried. To kill. Mordecai and the Jews. Had to honor Mordecai. Listen. Your enemies will be your footstool. The same people that speak against you will sometimes be the same people that will have to watch God elevate you. Hmm. Now that'll preach. So, then Haman gets home. I mean, yeah, Haman gets home and he's humiliated. He's humiliated. And now his family, the same people that literally told him to, to... Set up this pole. For Mordecai to be killed on. (laughs) Are saying. You got to take your hands off of him. You, You. You can't do that no more. Like. He has favor. Like Mordecai now has favor. Like. You can't touch him. So. He's defeated at this point. But Mordecai is elevated. So then the king sends for Haman because remember, Esther suggested that they have another dinner, a banquet the next night. So he goes and they have this dinner again. And so the king asks Esther again, like, Esther, what is it? What can I do for you? And so then Esther spills the tea and tells that. The decree that was made. To kill all the Jews. Is against her also. And so then the king is like. Who would do such a thing. Like who would want y'all killed. (laughs) And Esther like. Homeboy. Homeboy right here. Haman. And so the king is like. Oh, you tried to play me. Okay, bad. So the same hole you just tried to dig for Mordecai and the Jews, I'm now about to allow you to be in that pit. So Haman was actually impaled, pierced, on that same 75-foot sharpened pole that he tried to set up for Mordecai. I'm telling y'all. Vengeance is not yours. You don't never got to play big back. <laughs> My bad. You ain't never got to play kick back. Get back. Because God is always going to spin the block on behalf of his. He going to take care of his children. It never gave deadbeat. So you ain't never got to play get back. Because God swing harder. So Haman is killed (laughs) and Mordecai is then promoted, like promoted even more. And Mordecai goes on to do these mighty and great things and great exploits for the kingdom. Um, Although the decree was there to kill all of the Jews on a specific day, um, it ended up being where those Jews conquered the people that were set out to attack them. And so then the story ends with um, Esther 10.3, which says, Mordecai, the Jew, became the prime minister with authority next to that of King Xerxes himself. He was very great among the Jews, who held him in high esteem because he continued to work for the good of his people and to speak up for the welfare of all their descendants. So look, (laughs) Mordecai was not even selfish with his promotion. He was blessed to be a blessing to other people. And that's why you were created for a time such as this. Because just as Esther spoke up for her people and Mordecai literally stood ten toes down for his people the same is for you it's not about you but it can't be done without you you were created for a time such as this because your obedience Is attached to people's freedom. People are attached to you. There are people assigned to the calling that God has on your life. Don't get to the finish line. Don't get to the gates. And have negated all of the people. That you were supposed to usher into their promised land. God doesn't need your help but he wants. Your participation. He don't want to get nobody else to do it. He wants to use you. So allow him to do so. You were created for a time such as this Dreamers. I know you've gone through a process. I know you felt like you've waited and you've been overlooked. But the weight, the W-A-I-T, is worth the weight. W-E-I-G-H-T of God's glory. And he will get the glory through your story. Don't give up. It's time. The time is now. God's ready. The best ability we can give God is availability. and so remain open. Don't put your mouth on people. Like Michelle Obama says, when they go low, we go high because we know who we serve. We are a royal priesthood. We are city we are seated in heavenly places. We don't have to do what the world does. Because our Heavenly Father already owns it all. Let's pray. God, I thank you for being so intentional with time. And I know that it seems as if we've been overlooked But God, you knew that there would come an appointed time for you to release what you've put on the inside of us. The weight wasn't punishment. It was preparation. And so, God, I ask that you continue to empower us and prepare us for the places that you have already preordained for us, Lord God. Let us not do anything in your name that you didn't call us to and let us not do anything for you without you, God. We need you. We say yes to your will and to your way. Give us divine strategy. Give us supernatural knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, Lord God. We don't just want blessings. We want you, the blessor, God, we thank you. Fruit too soon can kill us, Lord God, but we thank you. For releasing us. When you say it's time. For your word says when the time is right. You will make it happen Lord God. And as we are in this 12th month of the year. It is not too late. You stand outside of time. But you're always on time. You're never late. And we say thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Dreamers, I love y'all so much. And until next week, we out.